Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I am committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits so we can look forward to bedtime. And I really got to be honest with you, today I'm coming clean because you know what? Nothing's perfect. And honestly, I even hate to say I'm coming clean, right? Like, that's not even true. That's just a catchy headline, right? There is nothing perfect in this world. Nothing at all is perfect. And yet I find myself thinking that I have to have the perfect sleepers and the perfect business and the perfect comeback and the perfect response to every single question, but that's just not true. And so today I really want to dig into the regressions that will come And I am sharing and opening up with the story of our own regressions that happened about two weeks ago. I have two girls, as y'all know, three and a half and almost two. They share a room and they've been sharing a room since they were, uh, the baby was eight months old. She's now almost two. And uh, they have done a great job. I mean, we've never really had any problems with it until two weeks ago. So we would put the girls down for bedtime. And we would say goodnight, do our normal routine, close the door, leave the room. And Hattie, my youngest, would go ballistic. I mean, would just start screaming like we had, you know, pinched her sweet little cheeks too hard or, you know, something was terribly wrong. It was really weird. And so in these instances, oh my gosh, we would run back in and be like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? What's happening? And she was upset. Not just like pulling your chain, go back in and I'm smiling, but literally like I am mad. And so the only thing, gosh, we tried so many things. We tried altering our bedtime routine. We tried altering the bedtime. We did so many things to try to help. The only thing that worked, we um, decided to tell uh, her sister, Ellie, who is literally like five feet away in the bed um, beside her, we told her, Hey, if your sister gets upset, would you just tell her it's okay? And that you love her and it's sleepy time, night, night time. And she was like, it's not gonna work. Because of course, by this time, Ellie is like, kind of ticked off that her sister's screaming every night at bedtime when she's trying to go to sleep. And Chad was like, No, 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 it's okay. Just just try it'll work. It'll be good. And Ellie was like, okay. So we leave the room, we close the door, and Hattie starts her screaming again. But this time we hear Ellie say, it's okay, Hattie. I love you. I'm right here. Night-night. Oh my gosh, my heart melted. It was so sweet. And guess what? Y'all, Hattie got her blanket, laid herself down, tucked herself in, and went to sleep. Like, magic. Oh my gosh, it was incredible. And my husband and I just looked at each other like, what just happened? What is going on? So then we started to kind of like look at everything. And if we had taken just a step back and maybe analyzed what was going on with Hattie, there were a couple of things that were red flags or that maybe were supposed to be the big, you know, shining moment of like, oh, an aha, like this is probably why she's screaming. I like to say that Hattie was having sibling separation anxiety. (laughs) They are 18 months apart. They're super, super tight. And around this time, whenever I would put Hattie down for her nap, she would point to Ellie's bed and she would say, Ellie? Ellie night-night? No, Ellie. (laughs) She was like really sad that they were separated. And um, she would have a really hard time. And I'd say, yeah, no, no, Ellie. 
And then when she would get up from nap, she was so excited to see her sister. So I don't know if this is like a real for true thing. I'm just labeling it for us that she was having like sibling separation anxiety because now what we've done is every night we do our same bedtime routine, but instead of ending with putting them in their beds and saying, okay, girl, say good night. Now we have Hattie climb up into her sister's bed give her a kiss, say goodnight. And it's so cute. They both give each other a hug and say, goodnight, sister. And then we put them in their beds and they go to sleep. It's been great. Like there's been nothing happening since then. But if I had just taken a step back, I would have noticed some of these signs that something was a little bit different and something was um, changing a little bit and just how she was perceiving things. And I don't know why, you know, this was the way it is. I have taken a poll on Instagram and asked you guys to go along with this episode. Is your kid a sensitive sleeper or are they like a rock solid sleeper? And Hattie has always been a little bit more sensitive. And so this is definitely something that's unique, but let me circle back. Nothing is perfect. I taught Hattie the foundations of sleep when she was a newborn. We never had to do intense sleep training because I just taught her the foundations and she was good to go by four months old, five months old. She was sleeping 11 to 12 hours through. It was great. I never had to get like super hardcore sleep training. And I believe that if you teach the foundations, you don't have to do intense level of sleep training, but there have been bumps because nothing is perfect. And so this is why I really want to come and just share some ways and some things that you can look out for when you know your child is going to have a regression, because yes, it will come, but some things that you can do about it. So I want you to think back on your child's life of sleep. So often I hear from parents, it almost seems like every month there's a regression, right? Because we can start throwing them out there. If you go back to um, episode three, I talk about the four-month sleep regression. There are eight-month sleep regressions and 12-month and 18-month and two and two and a half years. And there's like so many sleep regressions, but they all are tied mostly to development maybe learning a new skill, learning new words. It's really amazing. And so the first thing I want you to do when a regression comes is celebrate whatever skill is going along with this, because typically there is a skill. And for the four month olds, it's things like rolling or the new skill, which I want to celebrate that because yay, your baby can finally learn some self-soothing strategies. And that is exciting. And at about eight months old, they're doing their whole crawling. Some babies are starting to pull up a little bit that's a regression because they're learning a new skill and inevitably they're going to practice that in their crib. So if your child is on a bumpy path, first of all, I want you to look around at their development and praise whatever skill is happening. Okay. So get excited about the new skill that they're learning because they are supposed to grow and change. After all, we are dealing with human beings here. So just because you maybe sleep trained your kid at four months like me doesn't mean that the road is going to be perfect. There will be bumps. So I want you to celebrate. That's the first thing I want you to do. Celebrate whatever skill is happening. The next thing I want you to do is do not change your expectations. And this is like the slippery slope I see. Oftentimes families will, will come back to me because guess what? You have more questions. <laughs> we don't create a perfect sleeper. They come back with questions and they will admit that maybe they've gone back to the way things were before just because they were so tired. And I get that y'all, you are tired and cranky at 3am and you just want to survive and get through it. So they resort back to the old ways and we just have to work together to remind the child of what the expectations were before. So if your child is in a regression period, don't take this as a permission slip to change their sleep. 
Okay. Use this as an opportunity to yes, praise their skill, but then also just continue the same expectations. Don't change anything up for them. Uh, the only thing I would want you to change is during the daytime. I'll let them practice the skill more, get them excited about it. If you are a four month old, let's get more tummy time. Okay. Let's practice that rolling skill. If you are about one and you're learning how to walk, Separation anxiety is also uh, something that peaks at this time. So walk with your child, let them play with you and walk more and just get that skill practiced. And that's really important. So we're going to celebrate it. And then we're not going to change any of our nighttime expectations. And I want you to practice that skill with them. So those three things are going to be super helpful. The final bonus piece I would look at is I want to know how long this has been happening. Okay. If it's been going on and you're looking at this, like, gosh, we sure have been in regression for like maybe almost a month, then it's not really a regression anymore. This is kind of the new normal and the new habits that you have formed probably out of the new expectations that you've brought to the table. So generally I'm looking at a regression time happens for about two weeks and then some things will go back to normal. So I want you to just evaluate what's going on. Is there a new skill? Is there something that they need to practice more during the day? And in our instance, it was like they needed to practice night night time more together. They needed to give hugs and kisses and that helped resolve things. But we on our end didn't really change any of the ways that we responded to her. I did not go in and rock Hattie back to sleep. First of all, she's never been rocked to sleep. So that would have been really weird for her. And we did didn't change anything with the routine except for adding a goodnight kiss. So I want to look at practically like application. If your kid is rolling, like I said, practice rolling, maybe practice rolling during your bedtime routine, practice what that motion looks like. If you have a kid who is walking, practice the walking strategies. Let's, let's walk around the room during bedtime and say goodnight to everything in the room. That's not changing the way they go to sleep. You're just adding something into the routine that can help them connect. Okay. You're learning this new skill, but it's still nighttime. I don't want you to then revert back to being the driver of your child's sleep. It's really important. When I wrap up with families after two or three weeks together, I am so excited at all the progress they've made. And I have to say that oftentimes the parents are the ones who are like, you know, gripping on to our support, like, oh my goodness, I don't know how I'm going to survive without you. And I have to give a shout out to one of the moms that I recently worked with. Her name was Hillary. And Hillary and her husband were an incredible team for their daughter. And Hillary told me on the day that we wrapped up, which I tell them it's not a breakup call because we're going to talk together soon. But on our wrap up call, she said, Becca, I went back and I listened to every single one of our messages from the past three weeks. So I use an app called Voxer. It's like a walkie talkie. She went back through and y'all, we have unlimited support with my one-on-ones. She went back three weeks and listened to every single message so that she could glean the wisdom and understand so that she could feel like she's confident and carry forward. And she said, Becca, I was a totally different person three weeks ago. I knew nothing. And she was like, now... I feel confident. Like now I, I know I can continue on doing these things and being a better parent to my child. And I thought that was incredible because nothing is perfect. Her daughter is going to regress. In fact, she's almost two. And so she is going to go through regression probably in the next couple of months as she learns no new words and just starts to string sentences together. That is a regression. But the difference is, for one, she has the skills. She knows exactly how to respond to her daughter and how her daughter knows how to sleep. And she knows what makes her daughter tick a lot more. And she knows her cues, which is incredible. But the other part of this is that 
Like I said, this was not our breakup call. I don't cut off my ties from my clients when we wrap up. In fact, I add all of my one-on-one clients into a one-month trial of my VIP sleep club. And this is a club for any former client can join into this. And every single month, we have a follow-up call to make sure everything's going smoothly. We have a group check-in call to go through a seasonal sleep topic like uh, travel or room sharing while traveling or like daylight savings time, things like adding a new baby in the house, what to do there. And anything that these people want to talk about, we lay it all out. We get your plan ready because things change. Sleep changes, families change, we are human beings, we grow and we change. So if you think about it, if you're listening to this thinking, well, you know, if I sleep train my baby, that's a lot of work and a lot of time and maybe a lot of money invested in this. I want you to think about if there's a time that you have ever spent time or energy at a gym. And y'all, you've heard my personal trainer correlation so often, but it is so true in this instance. So let's imagine that you went to the gym and you were dedicated and committed because, you know, summer's coming up, you really want to be and feel great. So you go to the gym and you're super dedicated towards this. So you have the best confidence for the whole summer because you look and feel great, right? And you worked one-on-one with this personal trainer. And then comes September and you're like, you know what? I think I can step, take a step back because, you know, we're not going to the beach and, you know, it's winter time and wearing sweaters. So I'll just take a step back. Um, but, you know, I'm still going to maintain this. I'm, I'm going to do my best. And then you get a little whack. You start to eat more holiday foods and you start to regress a little bit in your workout plan and you're not maintaining that same status that you worked so hard for. You know, it's the same thing. We are working so hard with your baby to make these new skills, these new foundations, but there are times times like the holidays, like travel, like sickness, like learning a new skill that will come into place. And that inevitably is going to cause a regression. But when you know the foundations of sleep, when your baby, when your child knows the foundation, it makes those times smoother so that you can help them through it so that you can celebrate whatever new skill is happening, or you can get them well if they've been sick, you can help them practice these new skills, and you can remain consistent in your expectations for them if they have these healthy sleep skills. And it's so incredible to me. It never, ever gets old. Sleep is a puzzle. And these puzzle pieces sometimes get shifted as things grow and as things change. Again, we're working with humans. I would expect that. And that is exactly why I love my VIP sleep club for my former clients, because they get to be a part of this. Every month, I get to watch their baby grow. In fact, just a month ago, I air quote graduated a family who had been working with me for about a year and a half, and their kids were now four, almost five, and guess what? Everything's great. There really was nothing more that we needed to discuss unless she had travel questions in the future or they're thinking about having another baby, then they can come back. But she was like, you know what, Becca? I feel so confident. It's been a year now in this VIP club, and I feel confident that I can carry on and have these same skills to go forward with. That's awesome. And so I said goodbye to the bro family and they did an amazing job. And I was so proud to see all of their team work together as parents. It was incredible. So yeah, guess what? There are times I, I completely wrap up with the family and everything's great. And then there are times where we wrap up after our first two or three weeks together and they want to continue the support just to continue the sleep success because nothing is perfect. Things will happen. Things will get bumpy, but we want to make sure that everybody knows the plan. I hope that gives you some good confidence to go forward with these regression times. So I am so thankful you were here. If you want to head on over to Instagram at littlezsleep, I would love for you to share with me what has been the hardest regression to go through. I would love to hear from you and also take my poll on if your kid was a rock solid sleeper or pretty sensitive. Thanks so much for being here. 
Sweet dreams. See you next time.